Did I really just forget that melody? When I popped off, then your girl gave me just a little bit of lock chop. Baby, so cold, he from the north, he from the turn it up. Bank was so low, I got nothing else that I can withdraw. Ran up the door, I shot my wrist, it got a Just a shot, just a shot, I got your wrist in the la 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 I shot my wrist, it got a shot, just a shot, just a shot. Welcome to the Life Karma Podcast. I'm Sam Bracken, and this is my friend. B.A. B.A.? I'm here. B.A.'s here. Oh, man, what a week. What a week. It's been a crazy week. I listened to our podcast, Sam, and you're going to really like this. I got a quote here from the Motivation Manifesto. Ooh. Brandon Bouchard, sounds like. Yes. I was going to say I stole these cards from Sam. (laughs) I'm reading this book right now. Oh, the Motivation Manifesto book. Nine declarations to claim your personal power. Wow. Okay. Here we go. There is no beauty in the world more perfect, more awe-inspiring, more human and transfixing than unfiltered, unashamed love. Ooh, that is a powerful-ass quote. Uh, It doesn't say unconditional love. No, it says unfiltered. Unashamed. Unashamed love. That means it can be shameful. Yeah. he, Richard's about, he's about love. It's all about love. Like he, instead he of fear, it. you know, he's just like, um, you know, don't fear, don't behave out of fear, behave out of love, you know, let love be your motivator. And I'm like, I, I sort of believe that. I actually, oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You don't believe that. <laughs> you believe that motivation uh, is money and power, right? Power, money, yep. control. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that men do a lot of good things. Because they're motivated by women's beauty and their, let's just be honest, their their sex drive is a lot stronger. It makes them do crazy things and good things. I don't know really how else to put it. That's fascinating. I don't know. I think a lot of men have caused wars over religion and sex. Oh, absolutely. Like two things that are. Yeah, Mark Anthony. Very passionate. Mark Anthony, did he create war? Oh, Caesar before him did a great job yeah, creating war. He did, he did big time. Yeah, Caesar had no problem doing it. Did someone did someone tell me that Caesar had a fling with Cleopatra? He did. He did. Bingo. Before Mark Anthony. Yes, Mark Anthony was second. Actually, Caesar had a child with Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Yeah, so again, Mark Anthony was second. Mark mm. Anthony served under Caesar in a lot of his wars right. before Caesar came to power. Mm. So there you go. I don't know. I really like Caesar's Money history. It's really yeah, interesting. Fascinating. All right. Another quote, because <clears throat> I think these are fantastic, by the way. I don't know if I agree with all of them, but they're fantastic. So here we go. Those who have won major victories realize that all the resources to win are within and that most knowledge needed to succeed is acquired after action. I don't know if I agree with that either, but the part I have a hard time with is most knowledge needed to succeed is acquired after action. I guess I'd have to know what action means. I think that's probably implies that you need real life experience um, to succeed on top of taking it, you know, doing your thing. Like you have the gifts you need 
But then now you need to go out and do something about it to make it successful. You learn from failure. Right. I call it the tenacity cycle. To try, fail, try, fail, learn, course correct, win cycle. I think, you know how you always hear, you have to want it so bad more than you want to breathe or more than you want to drink water or whatever that is. You have to have, you have to want that more than anything to succeed. I think that has to do with failure too like because if you fail and you don't want to succeed you know you you are just set on succeeding on that thing right burchard would say if you fear failure that that motivates you but you will fail but if you if you love if you love success you will succeed he 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 thinks that fear is the hugest obstacle in our way of getting we need one oh like it's fascinating no, it's, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. I mean, fear motivates us and everything, right? Like, even if you're feeling a little sick, you still go to work because you're fearful, you lose your job. That's one prototype, yeah. That's one prototype, right? Fear can be very motivating. <clears throat> the problem comes in is when sometimes when religion uses fear. Yeah, yeah. Like to try when, and motivate Yeah, people you. use the whole fe- fearing God thing. That's pretty heavy. Yeah, because I don't remember Jesus teaching you to fear him. No. The God of the Old Testament sort of like God of fear. Yeah, he's definitely fearful. But um, Jesus was all about the love. You know, it was for him. It was all about the love. I guess it always depends on how people want to define love. But oh, we've yes. been we've been down that rabbit hole. We have, and that did not turn out very well for my brain. No, because that just really <clears throat> sends you sideways. So yeah. So it's two thousand. It's January second, two thousand twenty. Twenty. So we start a new decade. My favorite number. Twenty. 20. Oh yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. We have a do we have a 2020 shirt we're dropping this week? I think we do. You know, honestly, I don't. I can't remember what was going to drop this week. I was thinking more too that you know, as we look back on the past year, that we could highlight some of the good ones and have them go yeah. look at the good ones that are still on the website. Yeah, um, and talk about some of the things to look forward to in 2020. We got some big things cooking. Yeah, we do. My favorite shirt in all of two, 2019 was the Chaos shirt. It was the mm. sickest shirt. It's my favorite. The splattered one, the red splattered Chaos shirt. Oh, yeah. Chaos on it. That was by far my favorite. And the other favorite that I had was uh, was just a simple, um, it was a skull with a hoodie mm-hmm. with the Life Karma thing around it. Like it was just, I oh, really yeah, like that skull one. was amazing. Very cool. All the stuff Jimmy Toro did was really, really yeah. good. Yeah, matter of fact, yeah, all of his embroidery, direct garment print stuff we did was really fun. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. My, my other one that I enjoyed a lot was that one with two kids kind of on a playground. And one kid going down the slide, his little sister kind of cheering him on, and says, traders are among us. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, that. Man. We did that in embroidery, too, on a very cool hoodie. Yes. That was sick, oh, actually. Man. I really, Very cool. really like that one. Yeah. Because I'm such a cynical person anyway. So no. You're not cynical? I know. I'm so cynical. That it was fantastic to like take my brain and put it on the back what, of a sweatshirt. Where, where does cynicism come from? What What's at the root of cynicism? It's got to be fear. You think? Or reality. Or is it pride? Or is it reality? Hmm? Pride? Oh, that's an interesting thought. Pride. Is pride behind cynicism? Duh. Like that I'm better than everyone else and therefore yeah. I'm gonna be cynical. 
I want to be oh, a douchebag like, to everybody. Because ah, I'm I'm above everybody. Because I'm smarter than everyone yeah, else. You, you sorry sons of bitches deserve nothing. <clears throat> and I'm the man. So mm. everything I do is treat you like I'm going to treat you with cynical spin on everything. That's true. I think uh, it could be interesting. That's a good thought. Because I, I don't know. Though, because I'm trying to think of my, how my cynical personality comes out though i don't think it comes out attacking people no no i don't think it does either i think it's just sort of smart asses smart yeah, well, definitely there that's definitely there i don't know if, i don't know i think it's i think i've seen the the bad of the world way too much to understand any of the good that's true when you when you do bad when you see the bad every day it's hard mm -hmm. to balance because then you think every like cops have a problem with this they see the worst of people mm -hmm. and over the years it really really hammers them. I worked with cops for a number of years and they do the hardest, you know, they, they defend our constitution. They work hard. They get paid, you know, very little. Yeah. Nothing. And, um, they put their life in line every day and, uh, and people hate cops, but they love firemen. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> the but, movies, the movies. Yeah. The movies. Well, it's because firemen never bust you for doing anything bad. They never arrest you. They never, never arrest you. They don't detain yeah. you. Firemen are not punitive. Police no, officers are they can't punitive. Be pun they're, they just save yeah. people. So we have these defenders of our democracy, you know, our constitution, and police officers. And man, they get the they get the worst part of the deal. Man, they they do. They it's get it's kind of like it's kind of like lawyers though. It's like uh, the bad ones spoil it for the good ones. Oh yeah, we were talking about that today. Remember? Yeah, it's just like there's too many bad instances, especially with social media, of police officers doing absolutely the opposite of what our constitution says. For people to trust them. Yeah, like one or two bad cops don't make a whole precinct of bad cops. Correct. And that's the same thing with lawyers, you know. Yep. These greedy-ass, terrible lawyers. Cynical. The cynical, terrible, greedy lawyers who will sue you for anything and make litigious things for, you know, happen for money. Mm -hmm. You know, ruin it for good lawyers who defend the innocent, you that's know, who, who are doing what they need to do. Dude, we even forgot to mention Bo's not here. He's not here again. But last time, you know, we, mm -hmm. we gave him shit for not being here. And guess what? He took over the podcast. And he put a bunch of voice overdubs in it and shit because. Yeah. If you guys were wondering what that was, that was Bo. That was Bo. Doing a smart ass stuff because when he was editing mm -hmm. the podcast, he, he put himself in it to give us grief about it. So we got to be yeah. careful. Talk. We do. can't talk too much shit about Bo because he's going to edit this podcast. So well, and I did get him a gift again. Oh, you did? Yes. Remember, we went shopping on New Year's Eve for him. Oh, we did. I remember. And I had it again here for something new for Bo. Yeah, Bo well, we had a gift. Out. And Bo's not here, so he doesn't get the gift. I know. I'm sure he'll add some like good tunes in or something. I'm sure he will. Yeah. He does well. I know yeah. you work hard, Bo. We all know you work very, So the very reason hard. Bo's not here is because he has the flu. Correct. He is blowing and going, as they say in the South. Oh, dude, that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Bo, I'm sorry, man. I said, like, don't come over here because I no. don't want any of that stuff. No. I do not want the gambu. No. The dreaded gambu. Has your body been all messed up with all, with Christmas and New Year's Day falling on a Wednesday? It has. I went to the gym this morning, stretched out, and came home because I didn't feel like doing the gym. I know. It feels like it was a Monday today. Yeah, it's just awkward. Horrible. Tomorrow's a Friday. I know. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it'll be good. Hopefully. Yeah, because the week will be over. But I know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so let's talk about. So what's the top? Oh, yeah. 2020. What will? What will? What will happen in 2020 with Life Karma? 
what is our intention? What is, you know, if we're going to, you know, this is the time that everybody creates goals. You know, what's the great crazy goal that we have for life karma? Why do we have that goal? How do we think we're going to get the goal? You know, what do you see at the end of, what does success look like for us at the end of 2020? I'll tell you one small thing I would like to happen with life karma this year. <clears throat> I would like somebody to come up to me in public wearing one of our clothes, one of our items that we've made and disagree with one of my stances. Oh yeah. Like have a conversation. Like actually have a, a conversation about yeah, Have a different, give me a different take. Yeah. yeah totally. make, make me smarter. <clears throat> tell me something I haven't heard. Make totally. me think about it differently. Totally. Cause differences are good. Not bad. Right. I want to hear, I want to hear from people. I want to, I want to be someone to stop me in the street. Tell me what's going on. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just had my buddy, <clears throat> he got the upside down one from uh, last week. And he tells me he's already had like five conversations with people that that thing has stood out to them. He's brought up five different subjects. So I'd like someone to come up and talk. I mean, that's a small goal. Just catch me. you on the street and say, yeah. I disagree with what this shirt says. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree with your stance on whatever, you know, yeah. cynicism or whatever. Yeah. On Dr. Dre as one of the best rappers of the 90s. I mean, whatever. Yeah, just have a conversation. Just have a conversation. I mean, Eminem was pretty good, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just have a conversation. The other, I mean, the best the best thing I think that happened in 2019 to, <clears throat> to yeah, like was, was the event. Yeah, the we event. had a great launch event with the, with the Jimmy Toro stuff that was yeah. really well-designed product. Yeah. and We had it at Feist in <clears throat> Salt Lake City. Yeah, it was really fun. Sneaker Boutique, if you all <clears throat> don't know. His art was up. His fantastic art was everywhere and had wonderful. He even had some uh, custom pieces there, some kind of oh, yeah. stuff. Um, very great. It was very, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people there. It was their highest attended art event advice for the year. Yeah, it was very cool. And uh, very we sold, great. we sold, we had our record number of sales and yep. hats and shirts. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I'd like to see us drop more hats this year. I need to be on. I mean, Sam's talented at making hats. I love the hats, man. I'm making a whole slew of hats. I just ordered some hats. It'd be cool. Some hats. What What would y'all like to see in a hat? What yeah, would our audience point. like to see in a hat? I mean, what kind of hat would be cool? Ooh, that would be, yeah. that'd be interesting. I'd like to sell a thousand pieces of, uh, uh, a thousand SKUs or a thousand units in one month. That would what that's what I would like to yeah, see this year. There you go. There one thousand shirts or hats in one month. We sold them. Yeah. So how? Yeah. So that that to me would be. Is that a goal or is that how you define success? No, I would just say that would be evidence that we're making progress. Yeah, I don't know what progress is anymore. Yeah. So to me, that would be like, you know, would be worth it. Be sort of fun, and I also like to see some, some. Uh, Really cool, famous people digging our stuff and wearing yeah, it. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. I just want, yeah, you know what? I, that makes me think of the time that. Do you remember this in the past year when LeBron came out and he was like, uh, who was, telling that other NBA owner to chill out on going up to talking about negatively about China and how they were treating people in Hong yep, Kong. I remember. Oh he, my gosh. He didn't know what he was talking about. He didn't know what he was talking about, and you know he only said it why to sell more product. Right. 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 Because it's the biggest market. Yeah, China's a huge market for basketball. Yeah, that just, that one blew me away. That one blew me away. Yeah, it was a little a little different. I just got like four text messages. Probably the people like, can I have your sweatshirt? 
That's fun. What uh, else would uh, what What else are you proud of? What we did last last year? I just think about how we've come along so far. I mean, we got the new logo. We got um, we got a bunch of new machines. We got a full time employee now. Yeah. Um, we started a podcast. Oh, I can't tell you guys how many times I fought <clears throat> Sam on this podcast, but he was absolutely right. We need a podcast. We need to have every shirt has a has a principle mm-hmm. and has a story, and then. We need to have a conversation. That's what I told him. I yeah. think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I totally screwed that up. It's pretty fun. But hey, better late than never. Yeah, here we are. It's cool. But uh, what I love is some of the things. I think so, some of the things I was most proud of is the unique blend of like embroidered high end garments with embroidery and direct garment print fusion. Like we did some really cool collabs mm-hmm. around all that stuff. And and you know, of course, it cost a fortune to embroidery. You know, yes. put like eighty thousand stitches in a in a sweatshirt <laughs> plus i mean but it looks so damn cool it's it like lasts forever last forever and it's super cool they're gonna be like legacy sweatshirts those right. those black tees we did with the like skull mm-hmm. embroidered in it yes like that was so cool it was it was beyond cool i mean you don't see that anywhere you're not gonna see dtg print with embroidery on it front and back yeah I mean, that has fine and cotton, right? That has fine art. Like that, that has, has fine art. art. That, that has fine art. You're not going to find that because the cost of producing it's so high, super high. That usually people don't want to pay for it. But I'll tell you what, you wear these shirts, you get comments from so many people and, and you know, everyone that has ever bought from us always comes back and buys more. Yeah, they do because they're like, the shirts are comfortable and I always get compliments mm-hmm. and people always say, that's a cool shirt you have on. Right. 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 Or that's a nice hoodie. Where'd you get that? Yeah. That's very cool. That that was a this year has been crazy. I mean, the way we started out is life isn't fair, merged into life karma. God, I just yeah, it's been a ride. It's been a flat out ride. Yeah, it's been crazy. And now we got Bo and on the podcast, like doing over, you know, bringing in his voice when he's not even here. Yeah, he does the voiceover stuff. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, know, for three or four podcasts in, you know, we're having hundreds and hundreds of downloads and people listening to us so it's pretty good now we just need to get to the thousands you just gotta keep them entertained too yeah how do you do that I mean, no idea what's, what's no idea i have no idea we gotta get the video going at some point in time so yeah i i'm working on that yeah. i can do the video then i just have to match the audio i'll figure that out because we gotta everybody has to see how good looking we are oh yeah because we're so, so good looking. so handsome yeah so handsome. i was just thinking of how much we failed mm-hmm. in the last year Going back to that core at the very beginning of the show, but how necessary failure is, right? Do you create your own luck? Do you create it or do you fall into it? And see, I've always been the belief that you create your luck. Oh, yeah, totally. It's amazing how lucky people are when they work their butt off. Yeah, it's like some people you think just fell into something and they really didn't. But they don't care that you... that. See, the great part about that is if you're successful... And people think you just got lucky. That's perfect. Think about it, like because then no one else believes they can succeed. It goes back to that generational money gap thing that we were talking about. Is no one believes that they can get lucky like a successful person has, and so forth. Why even work for it? Yeah, I remember someone talking to me about privilege. You know, because my skin color. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Let me tell you how privileged I was. Yeah, I was raised uh, in horrific abuse and uh, abandoned repeatedly. And homeless at 13 and everything I own fit in an orange duffel bag and was brutally beaten, sat on fire, used a human dartboard, starved, started doing drugs and drinking when I was eight. 
I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was pretty privileged. Sounds very privileged. Yeah, I was very privileged. And I don't doubt that my, uh, I did have privilege, but I also worked my ass off to, to make something out of my life. And so what I like to say is I had a part in it and so did a handful of people who reached out and reached up and mm-hmm. reached across to, to help me just one kid, you know, make it out of a bad situation into something good. Um, but, but it wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have pl- applied myself, if I wouldn't have been tenacious, if I wouldn't have been work, worked hard and learned from my failures. Wow. It was a combination of the two that opened the doors. Well, that's where I believe karma comes in, right? That's where exactly. the karma comes in. Exactly. It's like it has to come in and take, like you say, all the people that have reached out to you or, or that have done that. I mean, I have many stories of where something has just come back that you thought would never come back. Right. Because and, Yeah, it makes that biggest difference. Yeah, because you did good. So one of the things I did this week was I took some of Kim's sayings and I recorded them for fun. Oh, man. So would you like to hear something? I do, do, please. Good night, nurse. That's one of her favorites. Good night. Good night, nurse. Good night, nurse. Right. And this is another one. Hokey Dinah there. That's my favorite. Hokey Dinah there. She's from Canada. Hokey Dinah there. She goes, Hokey Dinah. Hokey Dinah there. Mm -hmm. And then then here's another one. Really? Oh, she says that one a lot. You know, you know, she says that one. Oh, but I can like, just see her saying that to me. Really? really? I mean, really? Really? Like, Yo, yeah. Jealous. And then here's one. Here's another one. <laughs> what a nightmare! Oh, she oh. says that a lot. That's a nightmare. What a nightmare! Oh, I can't wait to use more of these effects. Yes, yeah. And so I did some classics too. You ready to hear mine? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 Here's another one. Son of a. Oh, yeah. I say son of a lot. Yeah. Son of a. Shut yes. the front door. Yes. yes. I should have done yes. that one. Yes. Here's one. Will you stop yelling? Oh, my gosh. We need That's that one not yelling. This is yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was my one of my favorites. Yes. And this is the final one. Shut Oh. Those are my sound effects. Uh, pretty so they're classic. You, so Bo copied those from you. Those yeah, he did. Effects. Oh, he totally did. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I invented them. Hokey Dinah, do that one again. Oh, Hokey Dinah, I think that's here. Really? Oh, that's really. Oh. I missed out. Is this Hokey Dinah? What a nightmare! No, no, no. Hokey Dinah there. Yeah. Hokey. So what does that mean? Hokey Dinah means like. Um, what do you think, listeners? I think Hokey Dinah means. Uh, Wow. <laughs> Hokey Dinah there. Hokey Dinah there. Hokey Dinah there. So. That, it means like, wow. So we could, we could, oh, that one. we could say, so the Mormon church has a hundred billion dollars in cash. Would that be the. Hokey Dinah there. Like, wow. Wow. That's right. a whole subject we're right. talking about. Or you time. could say like, um. You could say, like, Sam came home tonight and talked to me about a few things. What a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or, honey, I needed to get this. I had to buy this piece of equipment for, 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 to make us really good podcasters. That's right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's like really going to believe that. I can see her eyes rolling as she says that one. She's absolutely going to have her eyes rolling. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay, you ready for the nightmare one? I want you to see. My okay. wife wants to have another child. 
What a nightmare. Thank you, Kim. I agree 100%. <laughs> she would not say that. She would say something different. Good night, nurse. Oh, oh good night, nurse. Yes. Or what a nightmare. Right? Or what a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Or even Ho- Hokey Dinah. Yeah, Hokey Dinah. Man, those are going to be great. Hokey Dinah there. Yes, <laughs> these are going to be great. Hokey Dinah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so Ben did some fun ones that were really funny. Not only will I play for you, coach, but, 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 but yes, I will play for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's he's a Tommy, mastered that. Oh, that's a Tommy Boy classic. He's mastered that. I think he has one Arnold one in here. <laughs> that's, that's Bo. That's a little weird. Um, well, that would be disgusting. Pardon me. <laughs> Excuse oh. me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, we could have a lot of fun with Oh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. You know, we're gonna have a lot of guests this year. We are. We're gonna have a lot of guests. And we're gonna throw them off with some of that stuff. We are. We'll we'll throw them off with it a little bit. I really want to do an episode of prank calling people. We should. We should we may sure call. Well, um I wanted to see how people respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Doppler oh effect gosh. with a flatulent at the end. I can totally see them being like, I'm going to turn this podcast off or I'm going to turn it up. Oh, yeah, because, you know, we're so random. We're so random. We're so random. We're ra- I mean, we're in here saying, you know, we're talking about quotes and gaining knowledge and love to Hokey Dinah. Hokey Dinah. Oh, and then, really? And then Doppler effects with the with a flatulent noise at the end. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. So, are you reading any other books right now? Yes, I'm reading these books. Sorry. The Obstacle. The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. This is a good book, The Dichotomy uh, of Leadership. This is by Jocko Willink and uh, Leif Babin. Um, this is like, uh, they're the, these guys wrote this book called Extreme Om- Ownership. They're mm-hmm. Navy SEALs, right? And they, mm-hmm. they're, they do training for the Navy SEALs and stuff. So, this was more like, um, how you have a balance. It's one thing to own something, but you need to, can you have too much ownership? Yes, you can. So this is about balance. And I'm reading this book by Bouchard, the motivation manifesto, and then the power of the subconscious mind oh, by Joseph Murphy. So like, I'm always, you guys, like I'm always reading four or five books, just so you know. Is leadership given or taken? Leadership is earned. <clears throat> but then, so then it's given. No, it's earned. Well, if you <clears throat> well think about it, though, if you're earning it, someone's giving it to you because you've earned it. Really? Think about it. Like, why do I have to follow you? You don't. Right. So Leaders then, inspire followers. Right. So then it's given by the people who follow. They choose to follow you. I don't know if it's given. I don't. Well, given implies you, it's free. No, 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 no. I guess maybe more. They're they're giving you uh, the power to be their leader. Okay, I mean, but you can leave. You can leave from low status. Leader can be anybody. Yeah. Well, a leader has to have people that follow him, right? So you can be you can be a frontline worker with what with no with no team that you're leading and be a leader. Correct, but that means people are following you, right? Because you have uh, courage or whatever moral authority, or they they give you that power because of those things they look up to. I guess. Right, so in my Franklin Covey days, and I know you love Franklin oh Covey. Gosh. 
So they would define leaders. <laughs> so you guys, this is that's a small joke because Brian hated. He hates when I refer to Franklin Covey. Oh my gosh, just such a part of my life for so long. But no, it's not. I shouldn't say it's refer. Well, maybe it's just the word Franklin Covey. Yeah, I think yeah, it's weird. It was like a merger of two companies. But so Dr. Covey, mm -hmm. who is like a leadership guru, would say that leadership uh, leaders do these four things: they align systems, they inspire, trust. They unleash talent, and they produce results. That's what leaders do. That's like the academic uh, leadership and development. If you unleash talent, though, is the talent going to pass you up and you're no longer a leader? Well, you can unleash talent and people can surpass you. And the mark of a good leader is to surround himself with people that are better at things than they are. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. But so hopefully they're surpassing you. Self-interest can be a very powerful thing. Oh, it's it's the only thing. People do what, what, what benefits them, period. Now, no. you, in your cynical ways, have taught me that. Yeah, they have. I used to that. think, I used to believe in people. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh they're good-natured. They have, no, 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 they don't. They don't care. They're yeah. going to do what benefits them, period. It's very rare. Very rare you find people that are going to benefit, do things to benefit other people altru altruistically. They're going to be more like, what's in it for me? Yeah, it's it's called with them. I think everyone has, this is my true belief. This Everyone has a little bit of altruism in them, but they only apply it to the people or situations they want to. Sure. So if you're only going to apply it, therefore you're not altruistic, obviously, but you're altruistic in certain situations and you're hoping that person or situation obviously brings it back to you, like gives it back well, I would say that the, the people that are altruistic believe in karma, life okay. karma, right? Well, I'm because not altruistic though, but I believe in karma. Right. Well, that's the closest you're going to get to altruistic is Correct. karma. Correct. Yeah. Cause you're a gift giver. Well, because I think there has to be a higher power that evens all things out. Yeah. It's balances. There's got to be a balance. Yeah. Otherwise it doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. Unless no, it balance. makes sense. No, but you can't know heat without cold light without darkness. Right, struggle maybe. without peace. Maybe I don't well, know. It's juxtaposition, the juxtaposition of opposites. Well, I'll never know what it's like. I mean, like up until this point in my life, as I don't know what it's like to be homeless. I know what it's like to have a home. Sure, you do. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I can try and show empathy, but I really will never know exactly what that feels like. Yeah, you don't. I don't think you need to know to understand what it feels like. I've been homeless, but I know. But so you've been you've been homeless. So I mean, think about that for one second. I, I almost think it's like a slap in the face that I even say that I could understand how you felt or it feels. Well, I think you could do a pretty good job if you go stay down by you know viaduct downtown and start serving some homeless families and live down there for a few days. <laughs> yeah. You could do some things that probably get you a lot closer to understanding it, right? Right, but you just can't fully understand it. Yeah, but how can you find true, tr you know, the real true essence of things without their opposites? So the truth is made manifest in the opposites. Right. So it's someone's it's like, experiencing, someone is experiencing <clears throat> the opposite. Right, so it's like the way you find the right, the root of any answer is by exploring the opposites. And that, that's what gives you a center line or some kind of insight, right? So this is why I love when people disagree with me.
because I'm like, oh, that fascinates me. Tell me why you think that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then because I want to like, oh, if I can learn from them, that's good. Oh, yeah, I was just even noticing uh, my mom has a couple of neighbors and their <clears throat> their kids are in their 20s. Don't want to buy homes because they want to be be able to go live wherever they want. Sometimes they're living out of vans. Sometimes they're doing whatever. And I'm like, I don't understand, but it sounds absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it does sound fascinating. Let's build a tiny house for ten grand and let's like, you know, yeah. go bohemian on you know on you. But I mean, that's like minimalistic. It's all the search of happiness. Yeah, everybody finds their own path. So, what leads to happiness in according to you? What, what leads to happiness? Yeah, what's the to, biggest impact of happiness? It's just a mindset. <clears throat> I just think it's a flat-out mindset. I mean, you know, I had a therapist once say to me. <laughs> you see a therapist? I know. I, know. <laughs> that I, I had, see a therapist, yeah, too. So. Hey, John, what's up, man? It's like um, say to me that I needed to find basically peace in where I was at. And I'm like, I find peace in always striving for more. Yeah. Sort of like being enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, Do you think yeah. that's bull crap? I don't think it's bull crap for everyone. Yeah. I'm pretty driven. Right. But for me, it makes me feel complacent. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could be happy if I wasn't driven. Does that make sense? No, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was saying to her. Yeah, I don't think I could be happy without being driven. I read this book called Happy This Year. And it, was, it was about happiness and how if you measure happiness, the, your happiness increases. I'm like, yeah, duh. Like, okay, whatever. Do things that make you happy. Okay. But then you have the whole, what makes you happy? What brings you joy? What's the difference? Oh, yeah, I so I think what happens is a lot of times people can get to happiness when they say, okay, my measure of life my, ex my expectations in life are close to my reality. Then I think that's a state of happiness. But when you have your expectations in one place and your reality in an entirely different place beneath your expectation, then I'd say that's unhappiness. The more you're dissatisfied, the, more the, the, the larger the gap between where your life is and where it's expected in a bad way, right? right. You know, if you expect it to be here and it was way below that, then you're going to be misery. But if you expect yeah. to be here and it's way above that, then you're going to be happy. Right. right but we have expectations and everything though. That's the, I think that's also the problem is like, I agree with you to an extent that, but I've, I always, always think back to my college days. I had an expectation that I would get good grades in this. And if I didn't quite get what I wanted, I was pissed about that. But I could also have expectations over here of uh, working hard and saving X amount of dollars, right. To be able to buy something. And be super happy that I actually accomplished that. And I feel like all your expectations in life are never <clears throat> going to be met. And so it's how you deal with that adversity and finding happiness in that adversity. Yeah. I think uh, Viktor Frankl would say um, happiness is found in meaning and purpose. Um, but, you know, then again, what he experienced at Nazi, in the Nazi death camps was not anything but happy. No, right. there's no so, happiness there. No, it was just misery and pain. But, but when you carry that that experience and and then you share with others um, in a way that helps them understand what life was like and what actually happened, you know, his whole logotherapy was about, you know, finding purpose in your suffering, right? Getting past it. I'm like, 
finding purpose in it. Much better man than me. Yeah, I was like, that just blows. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but bad things happen to everybody. Not everybody handles them in a way that's going to help no, them. No, and all your expectations are never going to be met. I mean, just knowing that you're that striving for them should bring you happiness. Striving on your expectations should bring you happiness. Doing your best, you know. I don't know what that means either. Really? I really don't. What does it mean? Do your best because uh, I think back to school, and you could have always studied more. Yeah, I know. So did you really do your best? I mean, okay. Or, or you really could have done something more there. Or you really could have done this. So are you really ever doing your best? Well, I mean, when I, I played collegiate sport, and when I played collegiate sport, there was a few times. Well, most of the time I did my best, but there were a few times mm-hmm. where I did way better than my best. And I spent my whole career trying to reproduce that. <laughs> like, what the hell did I do here? Because I kick some ass and I'm like, I can never figure, I could never figure out how do I reproduce my performance when I was a junior against Clemson blocking William Perry at the fridge for like, you know, four quarters. I would say focus. Yeah. But it was bigger than that. I was like, I played outside my body. It was weird. Oh, that's, that's but it was like, I was in the flow, right? I was in the complete the peak. It was in the zone. I was flowing in the zone. And then there were times where we played like little crappy teams and I played like shit. (laughs) Well, I always think back and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They always say, oh, that guy took that play off. Well, he didn't really take it off, but he thought he could get away with X. Right. Because you do just the the least amount to make, to do the job, right? To get the job done. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so did you do your best? I don't know what that means. Because I don't think you can ever do your best 100% of the time. Really? Yeah, 100% of the time, do your best? There's no freaking way. Okay, what about 30% of the time, do your best? I don't know what that number is. But I think you should at least get like 50% of the time doing your best. Well, I, okay. But then you have to figure out how you define your best because, you know, like is I it said, just, you could have studied more. Yeah, so you're saying that there's a correlation between doing your best and effort. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah, okay. Right? I mean, you can't, there has to be effort. God, I just got a text message from my wife telling oh. me, like, when I got to take kids home that are in my house. Oh, that's exciting. And I'm in the middle of this deep thought. It's really? like, you're going to do your best? Yeah. How are you going to do your best exactly. for that? How do I do the best of this podcast? Yes, when when you when have such responsibility. Hey, uh, do you got to get someone home? Mm-hmm. Oh. Bummer. By the way, if you're a woman, my wife does have Delivering the Motherload podcast. Oh, it's a great podcast. It's a great actually. podcast. They Thousands some, of downloads. Yeah, they, they interview they kill it. some fantastic women. Deliver the mother, delivering, delivering the Motherload. Yeah, Delivering the Motherload. We should mm-hmm. have one of them on one of these times. Yes, we should We should have them on. We should have one of the other girls on other than my <clears> wife. That'll <throat> make her jealous and maybe she'll like want to take me out to dinner or something. Yes. Make her jealous. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, I got to tell you. So, so I cannot get these Louis Vuitton shoes out of my brain. <laughs> Brian sent me these damn, he sent me these, this image of these incredibly like these wingtip loafers with like slightly orange things underneath. It's like <laughs> the sickest ass dress, you know, shoe I've ever seen in my entire life. And I cannot get them out of my brain. The problem is they're $1,500. Oh, they're beautiful. They're they? totally beautiful. And I have yes. some, 
And like, but the thing about it is I could make them look good with the really clothes. Good. I could like wear my, some blazers that I have that have, yep. you know, slight orange in them. Yep. And I'm like, damn, does that make me happy if I buy those, <laughs> buy those shoes? Yeah, I think why you wear them, it does. Yeah, until I get a scuff mark on them because someone freaking jacked oh, with me or whatever. Geez. I remember wearing my Jordan 3s. I was at Costco, first Dumbo there. And someone clipped me from behind with their cart and left a white mark on my Jordan threes. Oh my gosh, I that's gonna, unpardonable! Uh, I thought I was going to burn down. Costco. Unbelievable! They're like, "Sorry, I'm like you Un- don't know what you freaking did. You just messed with my Jordan." Like threes. I can't get that scuff off that plastic backing. You can't. That's not coming off. No, Jason Mark is not getting that off. <clears throat> so I was furious. They oh. devalued the shoe. Mm, yeah. Man, I hated that yeah. so bad. So, Bo, so Bo was out in his, in his little commissary. No, that's a prison or military camp. He was military. Yeah, he was. Um, he was out in his town home, and he was walking his dogs, and he didn't feel like putting a leash on him. And so this lady walked by, and he let her walk by. She was up like fifty yards from him, and he let his dogs use the bathroom, whatever. And she turns around, and she goes, "You need to put an effing collar on your effing dogs, oh, effing eff." You know, oh, and Bo's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for that feedback. And, you know, it was totally. I'm sorry. Your life whatever. sucks. Yeah, my life sucks. And then, and then, uh, and then he went in the house and screamed the F word as loud as he could and wanted to choke, like, you know, choke like the mm-hmm. life out of something. Mm-hmm. And I said, Bo, I said, here's a wonderful prototype. You should have told that lady that you wanted to put a leash on her and take her for a walk. Oh, <laughs> no. But then, then she would have reported Felony. you to the community. Felony. Exactly. So he had to watch his words, which was good. So I wonder if we could call my wife. Yeah. You want to call her? Let's try it. Yeah. Well, do we know how to do that? Yeah. It's on Bluetooth. Your so Bluetooth's on. Yeah. Bluetooth's on. Let's yep. see if this Bring works. It? I want to try this. Oh, yeah. It says Rodecaster Pro. So let's see if this works. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's call Ann. Just tell him she's on the podcast. No, maybe. We'll see if she even answers. I wonder if we, I mean, no one really answers their phones anymore, do they? I don't know. Hello, this is Emily Arnold. Hi, Emily. Emily. Emily, do you want to answer and be on the podcast? You breathe, Emily Arnold. No. She's not answering your phone. Even when you call. Even when I call, so you know we're not going to get that. Nope. Well, we tried to get a hold of her. We tried. All right, so we've been doing this for 42 minutes oh, and 50 geez, seconds. I, know, I was hoping we could have ended it right there with Emily like saying something mad, like she's mad at me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was hoping, Emmy, you were going to get on there and be like, why are you calling me? I'm with my friends. <laughs> Hokey Dinah there. That's wow. Here we go. All right, well, check out the site. Get the best of 2019 as we roll into 2020. Get ready for the interviews. Get ready for everything good that is going to happen this year to you and to this brand. Yes, and uh, happy new year for all you people out there. Make it this the beginning of this this um decade. Oh, a man, damn good year. Decade, another decade. Yeah, another point in time. And we are out with the Y2K and BBNO money. When I popped off, then your girl gave me just a little bit of a chop.
baby so cold He from the north, he from the Canada Bankroll so low, I got nothing else that I can withdraw Ran on the door, watch out We're out Sha, sha, sha Sha, sha, sha I got your bitch in me la, Sha, sha, sha La, la, la I shot my wrist, it go to sha, sha, sha Sha, sha, sha